Patrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the People's Podcast. We are here to rock the podcast world. Good morning and welcome to another edition to the Hatrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast. Um, what is, we're back, well I'm back, the Ramsey's in the hot seat um, again. Just, uh, just to give you a wee update what's going on, um, with myself and my broadcast partner Hugh Hatrick, um, because we live in different parts of Scotland, it's only technically about an hour's drive away. Uh, he lives down near the borders, I live in Edinburgh. Now, due to our work schedules and with it being the summertime, we sometimes don't get the opportunity to do a podcast together. But what we're aiming to do, we are going to do them together. But during um, the summertime, as it is busy, we are basically going to be travelling up either once a month, down up and down once a month to where we both live and doing a couple of podcasts and uploading them. Uh, so you will hear us. So you will hear us both together. Um on the podcast, so you, just in case you're wondering where the Hatrick is, you think it's the Hatrick and Ramsey show or just the Ramsey show. Um, but anyway, coming up on today's show, uh, on the recent uh, sad story of a six-year-old boy being crushed by a graveyard headstone and condolences to the family at this very, very sad and hard time. Um, we talk about graveyards and should um, councils be doing more to basically the securing older gravestones and making sure that even not allowing kids or should there be more security or something uh, to prevent these incidents from happening. This is obviously an unfortunate incident and a tragic accident for the family, especially for somebody who's been so young and a six-year-old boy. Um, but we do see a lot of graveyards and this headstones who have been there a long time obviously are very weathered and I've got the wear and tear from the weather they are decaying and are obviously become very fragile and very loose and they're not secure anymore so should councils be doing more we'll come back to that in a second uh, FIFA obviously that's in the news at the moment FIFA pretty much um, well, <laughs> in the pardon the pun that the, the SHIT has hit the fan and um, sponsors are going to be potentially pulling out or looking uh, through basically with a clear head and thinking hmm, do we stay or do we go and is it time to leave FIFA so and Seb Blatter has recently cancelled a trip to the FIFA conference so maybe he's, his bum cheeks are clanging a little bit and uh, let's just say hmm, he's thinking I'm getting found out here maybe he's up to something it's all interesting in that point. We also have, um, I'm talking about uh, recently Lord Janner. Lord Janner, who is a filthy pervert, basically. He should, he's basically got, says he's got dementia, uh, but he's happy to sign off on things in the House of Lords. So why should he still be there? Why is he not being prosecuted? So Keith Baz, why are you staying silent on this issue? Why are you not doing anything about it? So if this guy can sit and um, sign his power of attorney over to his kids and also sit in the House of Lords, still get paid, still make decisions, he can't be that bad yet. So bring him to trial, he needs to be brought to trial for all these sexual allegations on kids. 
uh, way back, and no excuses, no buts, is not was one role for somebody, it's got one role for the next. He needs to be brought to trial. So coming up, we also have the SNP have been causing a major stir uh, within the, the uh, member housing of parliament, uh, clapping during the basically reading out of the Queen's speech. Uh, which is obviously never done uh, when it's been read out. So obviously, maybe they maybe have elected into the Houses of Parliament, but they simply have been uh, breaking pretty much protocol already. So by breaking protocol already, they have simply been clapping during this Queen's speech, just to give you a heads up what they've been doing. The Scottish National MPs were warned to show some respect this afternoon after continually breaking into applause in the Commons against the strict Parliament protocol, the party's MPs, including the former Scottish Minister Sir Alex Salmond, not Sir Alex Salmond, First Minister Alex Salmond, writes, uh, clapped on at least three occasions as their Westminster leader, Angus Robertson, Centre, delivered a response to the Queen's speech. The scenes forced the Commons Speaker John Burke um, to step in, rebuking the MPs for their unparliamentary uh, behaviour. He said, can I say at the start of this Parliament that the convention that we don't clap in this this chamber and very very long established and widely respected and it would be appreciated if members would show some respect for all convention and i simply say smp you're stepping you're stepping on thin ice i would say and i think you're going to get found out in the nicest possible way i'm from i'm, I'm scottish and proud but i think the smp are going to destroy scotland personally i know there's a lot of people who yeah all stand up the smp but half of the half of the mps that got elected during the election um, they're all just out of the nappies they've, and they've all got their Primark suits on and things because they can't afford it yet because they've all been students. So there's there's uh, one thing for you. They're already um, in the parliament breaking protocol, being totally disrespectful to the, the, the system. And I tell you something, watch this space because they are going to get found out. Also going to talk about ISIS on the show as well. The recent um, three British girls that went to Syria Simple, they were groomed by an ex-defector. The simple fact is that these, these girls are wanting to go uh, to Syria and fight for ISIS. And if they're being groomed in this country, who's grooming them in this country to send them over? Should we be finding these people uh, out and getting rid of them? The simple fact is, there's your plane. Queue up, turn left or turn right. You're going on the plane. You're, take your passports away from them. Here's your meal. Goodbye, you're not coming back. You choose to go over there, you do not get to come back to this country. If you want to fight for terrorism, you want to fight for the, the, the way they're uh, beheading innocent people and the way they're treating people over there is disgusting. You want to go over there, you don't get back into Britain. Sorry, your time is up. You want to go there? So we need to find out who is grooming these girls, whether it is abroad or in the UK, it is time to simply say goodbye, wherever you are, we're going to find you, it's time to find you and get these people out, sorry. Set up a couple of plane lords, Heathrow, Gatwick, Luton, wherever they have to be. You want to go and fight for ISIS? Knock yourself out. Queue up, on you go, you take your passports off you, ain't coming back. You have a free flight, here's your choice, make it. I'll tell you something, this is, once you've made your choice, there's no coming back, it's time to go. Talk a little bit more about that in the show very shortly. Now let's get to these topics. We have um, the graveyards. Now, obviously, in the start of the show, we, 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 me, huh, you know how I'm talking about uh, the Ramsey. 
Um, talking about graveyards, the sad news of that boy yesterday with a gravestone that fell on top of him um, while they were just simply playing. Um, obviously, the, the kids who he was playing with, the friends, went to ran and um, got went to the parents and or went home. They had to call the cops and get themselves um, sorted out. Back to the graveyard, try and lift a stone off him, but the, the boy... Uh, just didn't make it sadly so we our condolences go out <clears throat> to the um, the family on this sad occasion and we hope that something is done to graveyards in a sense that should we there be more uh, security should the council be spending more money on or some money which even they don't have but they're happy to get money from several uh, money from parking fines, um, and they've got money. They boast about that, but they don't seem to say. They seem to say they've got no money. So should graveyards and headstones in graveyards be more secure? There's a. I visit, for example, my mother's uh, uh, headstone. Now it's relatively I've got a modern one, but there's a lot of gravestones in that graveyard near me. That they, there is a. They're corroded. They've been knocked down because of they're just wear and tear. Now, should it be that there's something in place going forward in the future that, if you're having a relative buried in a graveyard, that you have there's something that is paid that means after a certain amount of time, if the gravestone starts to get weathered, it starts to look like it's going to be unstable and it can be knocked down, that there's some sort of repair. Something can be done. To secure these to make them repair, instead of just like pushing gravestones over and making it look untidy and horrible, would it not be nicer if there's a way of actually repairing these in some way or form? Is there some sort of fund or something that could be done to make them the grave graveyards look, even though they it could be quite look nice again, even when you're driving past or if you're walking past, at least you see all the headstones standing up and not just like they knocked over like it's been vandalised and things. Would that not be a better option? to prevent accidents like this ever happening again and obviously this is a tragic accident but should there be something done that councils are not doing simply but should it be should technically should kids be allowed in a graveyard should they be playing is there not a gate is it should be locked at night or is there some way or form that they this would prevent this from happening um what do you think are you do you agree with me are you do you disagree um, because we cannot have kids playing in graveyards, they're just playing on a normal uh, night out, night, see, night out, a normal night, or a normal day, because it's, it's longer daylight hours at the moment during the summer in Edinburgh and Glasgow, and they're playing away, having a bit of fun, and then boom, falls over. And that's it. Now, these are not light, these gravestones. Why is there nothing being done? Should this be a, a lesson? It's something going forward that should be done to stop this from ever happening again because it's the last thing nobody should be expecting a six-year-old boy to be killed uh, even just by playing you'd expect you send your kids out to play and but this is the the kind of question should the family be knowing somehow know where the kids are playing because or have the has the kids have the kids played in that graveyard before? You know, it's like, that's a question. Now, it's, it's a tragic accident that's happened, and 
we give we, the, the family are going to be grieving for a long, long time, and it's such a tragic loss for this wee boy and the family they're sending. But it's a difficult question. What do you think? It's very hard to ask that question, and do you think about why are kids playing in a graveyard in the first place? So there's something to think about if you want to email us at hattrickandramsey at gmail.com please give us your views on what you think regarding this because it can't happen again simple fact because of this a six-year-old boy that should yes graveyards anyway you see my you see my point you understand what i'm saying let's say uh, give us give us your views give us your views fifa fifa is basically as i said at the slight beginning a brief Intro, um, simple fact, the, the shit has hit the fan, to be blunt, and um, it's all go. And the simple fact is that the corruption is not going away. Um, Seb Blatter, the recent news during the course of today, yeah, so during the course of today, the um, breaking news that the FIFA president, Seb Blatter, has told an emergency meeting to football governing body he will not quit and amid growing political pressure over a corruption scandal. Seven top FIFA officials were arrested in Zurich on Wednesday among 14 people indicted, indicted sorry, by US uh, prosecutors. UK PM David Cameron urged Mr Blatter to resign, but Russian President Vladimir Putin has backed him for a fifth term. Typical, I'll tell you something, it's time Blatter went. I bet as soon as he found out that these people were arrested, I bet you, simple fact that his bum cheeks were clanging. Oh, I could hear the running down the back of his leg. Leg, I tell you something, it's time he went. I bet you he knows he has done something as well. And he's he's going to get caught. I bet he's absolutely crapping it. And let's give you a bit of a, the new updated news on the BBC as I was reading it. Mr. Patini later said that if Blatter were re-elected, UEFA might have to discuss its relations with FIFA. Key sponsors have expressed concern over twin corruption investigation by both US and Swiss authorities. UEFA threat the emergency meeting was Mr Blatter's first appearance since the crisis began on Wednesday. He was not among the 14 people who were charged by the US authorities on Wednesday with uh, racketeering, fraud and money laundering. As UEFA news uh, conference later Mr. Platini said he had asked Mr. Blatter as a friend to resign, saying, I have had enough, enough is enough, too much is too much. So I say things, uh, say these things with tears in my eyes. I don't like it this way, but there are just too many scandals. But the president told Mr. Platini I was, it was too late. As FIFA Congress was about to start, the opening ceremony was now begun in Zurich. Uh, with Mr. Blatter in its attendance, UEFA agree as its meeting on Thursday is to throw its weight behind Jordan's Prince Albin Al Hussein, Mr. Blatter's only challenger in FIFA's vote. Mr. Platini said that if Mr. Blatter won, UEFA could hold an extraordinary meeting in Berlin at the time of the Champions League final. When asked if they could include withdrawal from FIFA competitions, Mr. Platini said, We will raise all possibilities. Pressed on the possibility of the World Cup boycott, he said, There will be proposals. I honestly don't wish that. So, there we go. Updated news regarding.
Blatter, what's your thoughts on that? Email us at hatrickandramsey at gmail.com. Give us your thoughts on the news regarding FIFA. Or is, is Blatter simply destroying football around the world and destroying the goodness of the game? Next, we're going to talk about Lord Janner. Lord Janner, who's been in the news recently with Keith Vaz, who could simply say, you need to go to court um, because of all the sex allegations of the filthy pervert this guy is. Keith Vaz is silent. He's happy to um, give David Cameron a box of mangoes. Yes, a box of mangoes because the ban from India has been lifted. So if you can afford time to give David Cameron, the Prime Minister, a box of mangoes, but you can't be bothered bringing Lord Janet the filthy child abusive sex pervert to justice in court because he's got dementia but he's happy to stay in the House of Lords, sign his uh, sign on things that are happening and also it, it's his bonkers, totally, but he, he still picks up his paycheck, he sits there, yeah I've got dementia, mm, yeah I'll just happily sit there, great, but no, it's time these guys got brought to justice, no buts, no issues, get hauled before the courts to and make these, give the people who have been abused what they want as injustice after all, because this man is just basically walking away, getting away with scot-free. It's disgusting. So if you're with me or against me, Lord Janner, read up about it. Keith Vaz, keep um, badgering Keith Vaz on Twitter. Get him to, to get Janner before a judge to get these people who've been abused and um, give them some justice. SMP, let's go back to SMP. SMP have simply been making an ass of themselves. I have to say they have been making an ass of themselves because after them all got their, they've been shopping in Primark. They say, listen, we just kind of they haven't got their paycheck yet from the the, the the parliament or whatever they get whenever they get paid by being an MP, and they've all gone to Primark to get the suits and the greys. And they do, and that Mary Black, she seems to be in the, the limelight. Uh, she's in. Because uh, she's only like 20, she's a student. She doesn't have a clue. Half of them don't have a clue. Oh, I was a student, now I'm an MP. What the heck? Really? Let's just walk, oh, let's walk into the Houses of Parliament too. Yeah, that's, that should be somebody else's seat. In fact, I'll just nick it. And then the person comes to wants to get their seat and you go, hang on a minute. You'd nick my seat, you dirty <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> fact is, SMP do not have any respect for the way the justice system is run down in the parliament, how it's like the protocol, the way they do things, and to just waltz in and clap and then go, really? How pathetic. I say, SNP, you carry on like that, I really do hope come the next election, which will be the Scottish elections, that you'll be found out enough that simple fact is you, people not vote for you. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. The, turn, the tables will turn, and I believe that will happen. Simple fact is that Nicola Sturgeon has been warning that we have the government having the UK government haven't given them enough uh, powers. So, simple fact: if you want full fiscal autonomy, I'll tell you something: you will be crapping yourself, Nicola Sturgeon. You will be crapping yourself. Simple fact is that you will not. You'll have to make cuts, or you're going to have to uh, raise a lot of taxes just to pay because you'll have one your share the share of the debt. So be glad, I was to say, be glad to say what glad at what you've got, uh, and be done with it. Because I tell you something, you're being greedy, typical. Uh, and I simply say, if you want full fiscal autonomy, go ahead, give her it. 
let's say, give her a full fistful of autonomy to run, uh, every, to basically run everything. Uh, taxis and uh, whether you'll be able to make cuts. I'll tell you something, you'll be doing your own austerity because you'll have to make cuts because you won't, you, know, you can't afford it. You'll bust Scotland. So if you're telling me people, if you're listening to this people, she will bankrupt Scotland. Watch this space. Um, ISIS. Right, this has been a big news at the moment, especially on Sky News. I'm going to read um, what they're they've simply been talking to a woman who a woman who almost like groomed who these these girls went over. Um, we're going to sort of read this is their sort of Sky News's intake on it. And it's a kind of it's a, how do you put this? It's the this you know, ISIS are kind of if you take it at face value and you look at it and you got ISIS who. Um, they will, they'll do any dirty tactics and tricks. Now, obviously, before I go into the story, you've got to figure, yes, not all Muslims are terrorists, not all Muslims are going into this. Not there'd be, In general, a lot of Muslims who just go about their daily duties. They go to work, they've got a family, they look after their kids, that kind of thing, and they come home Monday to Friday or whatever. They have their daily routine, and that is it, not involved in anything. Some of it may have just gone for a, a couple of weeks holiday and come back. So obviously that's the way we have to understand that but there's this group of ISIS, these people who always want to simply support ISIS. They want to go to Syria and they want to support them. And I say, good, go. I simply say, you, for the ones who are letting your other Muslim brothers or whoever down you're making giving them the bad name because of your actions i say for anybody who wants to vote go support isis i'll tell you something free flights you're gonna get a free flight we'll take you all the way to there we'll drop you off in fact we'll get a parachute because we don't want to get it blown blown up so we'll just fling you out the plane there's your parachute we'll give you a free meal on the plane we'll take your passports off you so on you go line up well, that's where the flights are going to be. So line up and come along and go. You're not getting back in this country. But the main thing is they're simply saying that we could be having... A lot of them could have come back already. We just don't know. And they're actually in amongst us. And the simple fact is that they will be in amongst us and they could be grooming other people to go over there. And we simply do not know. I think if you're not careful, we don't... And I think we do need to get troops on the ground. I think we need to go in there and take these guys out because if not they're going to be getting to a stage they're going to be over here and it's going to start happening here very very soon i'll tell you something i can just imagine i can imagine this i can imagine the, the queen somebody phoning up david cameron saying it's time to take these guys out james bond style and that's what's going to happen she's going to say time to take them out and it's going to be i simple fact is i know sympathy for these girls and no offense if they go over there they make their bed they line it they end up with a bullet in their head that's their, their their choice. That's the way the cookie crumbles. I'll be honest with you, if you want to go over there, you want to come back, you ain't coming back. Because when you come back, it's going to be, it'll cost us money to, the court of basically, three in the courts, sticking them in jail, it'll cost us money to prosecute them. So, simple fact is, if you end up with a bullet in your head, sorry for being really cynical and maybe quite, may sound, I am being very cynical, but to be honest with you, Going to save the country a lot of money going through courts, and the simple fact is, with this, that these women, these girls, and whoever else chooses to go over there and uh, knock yourself out, 
if you get into a bullet in your you end up with a bullet in your head, or if you're a man and you end up with a bullet with your balls blown off, I need sympathy for you boys. And I say if you end up dead, goodbye. But I tell you something, these I'm gonna read to you just simply what the article says. I mean, the, the guy, one of the Sky News reporters, Stuart Bramsey, was simply interviewing this woman. Now, this woman looks quite young. Now, she, um, in fact, before I go there, I'll read you anyway, and you can and kind of take it from there. I'm just taking this at what you, at face value, and see what you think of it, and what's your thoughts. Email us at hatchigandramsey at gmail.com. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the, three schoolgirls from London who crossed into Syria in February are no longer together, their family solicitors have revealed. Um, Shamina Begum, Amara Abbasi, and Khadiza Sultan, Sultana, well, she must be a bit of a fruit, um, left their East London homes for Syria, two mothers, after fellow pupils is thought so. Sorry, I'll start again, that, read that better. Oh, get my tongue tied here, so it's good. Two months after a fellow pupil is thought to have left and to join ISIS there. The Waterford solicitor said home. Some of the girls have been contact have made contact with their families in the UK. They have made it known that they are safe and in good health, but are no longer in company of each other. The firm, uh, the firm said on Twitter. Uh, furthermore, they have intimated. Uh, furthermore, they have intimated they are unlikely to be returning to the UK in the immediate future. Families are grateful to know that their daughters are alive and in good health. It comes after senior female commander from the Islamic State told Sky News that she was no doubt the trio have groomed by a team of social media experts in uh, Raqqa. The female, the woman who called herself Um Azma, who defected from ISIS just days ago. Now, this is looking at this face value. She may have defected, but how do we know that ISIS haven't planted her to say, I want you to go and pretend that you're not with us anymore? She could be there as a, who would say, a mole, as you want to say, as a plant to say all this, these things. I mean, to, that could what could what be happening. So what do you think? This whole ISIS thing is getting out of control. And I think the main thing is we can airstrike or airstrike, but the time is we need to give... We need to take these these out, Arnold Schwarzenegger style, Sylvester Sloan. It's time to send in, in the expendables and blow the living hell out of these people because the way they are, what's happening, the way they're treating people is absolutely shocking. And I think it's time to get rid of ISIS once and for all. It's time to curb this terror and nip it in the bud, get rid of it. So I'm going to carry on reading. It is. Um, the woman who's called of Uma Asma, who defected from ISIS, just days ago was the front person to contact foreign girls crossing the border. 20-year-olds said they will never go home and are more likely to die in Iraq or Syria. Ooh, I say tough titties, whoopie do. Hope they do. No offence. Uh, if, you, if you feel offended with us, I'm sorry, but to be honest with you, they make their bed, they make their lie in it, they end up dead. Happy days, save us a lot of money. Coming, come back in a, <laughs> you want to come back? Feel free and come back in a body bag, because uh, you made your choice. Um, they also have, um, they have also very attractive people, especially foreigners, otherwise young people, British people, wouldn't come and say uh, they will change the flag uh, on Buckingham Palace. It is, IS have the ability to, uh, to manipulate the minds of young people. If they can convince foreigners, it is even easier to convince Arabs and Syrians. They have freedom and everything is available. 
they have no need to come to Syria, but they do. So there we go. What's your views on this situation in Syria? What is your views? Um, should these, if anybody who wants to go, should you be, here's a plane load, free flight, free halal meal, and you go, and your passport coming off and you're not getting back in this country. So there we have it. There is a rough, um, rough, was it rough, a brief, <laughs> intense about what's been happening in the news recently. I'm going to play a little bit, I'm going to have some music, um, I think that just to lighten the mood a bit, which would be good. So, but it's been, news has been getting quite gritty. I've been listening to other podcasts and it helps to listen to other podcasts to develop a style. And I hope I, um, and I've been taking some good, great teaching tips from a person I interviewed on our last podcast, Rob Oldfield. Rob Oldfield, who's the tech guy for the James Hill radio show. Great guy to chat to. Fantastic information. And he told me how to improve on our recordings and how to make things better. So I've been using a garage band and using a compressed vocal. So hopefully this will sound a bit better to you and maybe a bit different from the last one. So now it's time to have some music. Uh, we're going to play a song by um, Nicky Boone is a country song and it's called Just a Little Bit
So there you have it. That was a song by Nicky Boone. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, well, so that was the we the Well Dessert podcast. I enjoyed doing that podcast. Uh, talk about stuff in the recent news and a bit more. Took a little bit more time researching what was going on, and uh, hopefully that sounded a bit, a little bit more um, structured than normal. Usually, I do some of these podcasts off the cuff, and you probably uh, have noticed. <laughs> well, so till next time. Um, if you, as I say, stay hard, stay hungry, peace, love, and hugs, and I look forward to ch- talking to you again on our next podcast. So, be good, be nice, and enjoy the rest of your day or week, wherever you're listening to us, on the podcast show. This is Hatchikin Ramsey Unleashed. Thanks again. Bye-bye now.